Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day and for adding this new lease of time into our lives, for giving us this new month that you have commenced today. We prophesy success. We prophesy abundance. We prophesy dominion over the challenging circumstances that we encounter. We prophesy a closer relationship with you, Lord. We prophesy that gifts of your Holy Spirit are activated and are charged up, fired up in each of our spirits. Every member that is part of this prayer group, that this new month brings us closer to you and helps us achieve the purpose for which you have ordained life into our spirit. Your breath has come into us, Lord. We thank you, Father, for that opportunity. We thank you also for your peace, for your joy that you pour into our lives every single day. That even though we are too busy with everything else, even though we fall short, even though we are weak and vulnerable, every time we fall into the pit, the snare of the enemy, yet you are ever willing to trust us and carry out your works. You just want us to be raised up. And you never give up on us, Lord. We thank you, Father, for that love that is unchangeable, for your mercy that you renew for us every morning and for that grace that you pour into our hearts, into our lives. And we want to share that same grace, that same peace and that same joy that only you can give and no one else can give, but no one can take away either. We share it with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family called by your name. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been made on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all Christians that have not yet personally encountered you and do not yet know you as a person, do not have that relationship with you. And all those that do not want to know you, that have willfully turned away, and yet your heart beats for them, Lord. Quicken them, that they might call on your name, that they might be turned towards you, for unless you quicken them, they cannot come. But we offer ourselves our faith to stand in that gap and to pray for their salvations, Lord. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the one who is ever faithful, the God of Abraham who always honors faith, the God of David who does always renew his mercy for us, the one who is gracious, merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness towards us, the God of Israel, the Holy One of Israel, who only does wondrous things in the midst of his people. The one who is a consuming fire. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one who leads us in our day of battle. The one who taught us faith. The one through whom we have redemption and salvation. The Lion of Judah, the Rock, our refuge. <clears throat> our wonderful counselor and our Prince of Peace. Who has made peace with God the Father and restored us through his supreme sacrifice to that relationship that the Father always longs to have with us. It is he who is our daily bread. And we pray in the name of his spirit, 
the one who reveals Jesus to us through the word, the father of all spirits, to whom every spirit in the universe is subject, including the evil ones, the seal of the age to come. He is our comforter, our advocate, our intercessor, our strengthener, our standby, our counsellor. The one who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father who has made his tabernacle in our midst and now gives life to our mortal body. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, the gift of your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer. You have made that legal provision for us to involve you in all our challenges. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with all the resources that are available to the extent you are willing to bankrupt heaven for our sake. Your word says you are able to make every grace abound towards us. Your hands are not short to preserve and protect us. You have blessed us with the angels with destiny help us. You do not hold anything back. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends that demonstrate your love for us unconditionally. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us in every way that we need in order to live, to achieve that life of abundance. And as we read through your word, you make it real to us in that way that we step closer to where you want us to be. You are the potter and we are that clay. You mold us in the way that you have planned for us. Thoughts that you think towards us are thoughts of abundance, thoughts of success to give us an expected outcome and not put us in harm's way. And we thank you, Father, that you have loved us in that way, with that everlasting love, that you are unchangeable even though we keep on changing. And as we pray this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for our lives this day, Father. We acknowledge your presence in every part, in every thought of whatever we do this day, whatever we think and whatever we speak. And we ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We call on the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, as we make our prayer this morning, we also herald the power in our word, remembering that life and death is in the power of our tongue. We proclaim your word, heralding that power. As we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth, and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out from each of our mouths this day. It will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it in faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
in John chapter 3, verse 5, Jesus said to Nicodemus, unless a man be born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. <coughs> and yesterday, Sister Shanin reflected on Jesus saying, give me a drink. Today, I'd like to extend on that reflection and reflect on the significance of water in the gospel. Every time a miracle was to take place, it was always connected with and preceded by something to do with water. Every time water is mentioned in the gospel, it refers to the word of God. Let's look at the gospel of John, the first seven chapters. In John chapter 1, we see in verse 29, John was baptizing people by water. And when he saw Jesus coming, he proclaimed, Behold the Lamb of God. In John chapter 2, at the marriage at Cana, when the wine ran out, the servants were asked to fill six jars of water before the miracle conversion of that water to wine. In John chapter 3, Jesus said to Nicodemus the words that we have just read above. John 3 verse 5. He spoke of being born of water and the spirit. First water. In John chapter 4, Jesus said to the Samaritan woman at the well, the well containing water, whoever drinks of the water I shall give will never thirst, but it shall become in him a well of water springing into eternal life. Pay close attention. Every time you hear water, replace it with the word of God and see if there is anything that the Holy Spirit is saying to you. In John chapter 5, Jesus met the man by the pool of Bethesda, the pool of water. And he was healed from his infirmity of 38 years. In John chapter 6, Jesus walked on water. Well, the whole, the whole account is not mentioned in the Gospel of John, but when you read other Gospels, it gives you further details on it. But this is when Jesus walked on water and Peter said, Bid me come to you, Lord. And that's when his miracle took place. In John chapter 7, Jesus said, He that believes in me, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. So before a miracle comes, there must be a manifestation of the water that is the word of God. I hope you are getting that. Now, How does that happen? Let's look at the start. At John chapter 2, at the wedding at Cana, when the wine ran out, the Bible says the servants were asked to fill the six jars standing there with water. Now, the number six in the Bible represents man or mankind, that is people, you and I. So when man needs a miracle, he must first be filled with water, the word of God. And then as Romans 10, verse 17 says, faith comes from hearing. 
I shall read it from the Amplified Version. Actually, that is better. Faith comes, it says, faith comes from hearing what is told and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message concerning Christ. That is the word of God. Now, when that faith comes and is released or presented to God, represented here in this case at the marriage at Cana by the ruler of the feast, that represents God. So when that faith comes, when the word is filled in the person and that faith comes and is released or presented to the ruler of that feast, presented to God and he tastes your faith, it has already been converted into wine if he can taste faith. It's that instant. Every time a miracle is to take place, there first must be water that is the word of God. And when Jesus wants that miracle to take place, he tells his servants, that is every prayer warrior, everyone that will minister faith to someone, he tells them, first go and fill these jars, fill these people with the word of God. Now with this background, Let's look at what Jesus said to Nicodemus. One that is to be baptized with water is first introduced to Jesus. John, while he was baptizing people, said, Behold the Lamb. Every person at the first stage of their conversion encounters this message first. Behold the Lamb. John chapter 1. And then through his baptism, he is purified according to the custom, washed clean from the stain, representing the six jars of water. Also confirmed by Ephesians 5 verse 26, which says, always talks about the cleansing and the washing clean through the word of God. Ephesians 5 verse 26, that's where the reference is. And when that cleansing has taken place and they are ministered faith through the word of God, they now become a candidate for receiving the Spirit of God in their spirit. That's John chapter 3, what Jesus spoke of, unless he is born of water and the Spirit. And he said, then whoever is thirsty, let him come to me. And when he drinks of this water, it will be a well in him springing unto eternal life. When you receive your Spirit, when you receive the Holy Spirit in your spirit, through your salvation, that's where... His presence starts to mobilize things, becoming a, a well in the person, springing unto eternal life. Now, without that cleansing of and the word, the Holy Spirit is not yet real to them. So they don't experience it. But with it, they are born of the Spirit and manifest His undeniable presence. The undeniable presence of which Jesus talks about in John chapter 7 where he says, Out of their hearts will flow rivers of living water. The alive and active word, which is a seed and takes root in the hearts of others through the working of the Spirit. Rivers. And this is a gift that Jesus has given us. To pour out to others. And to fill them, whom he calls servants of God, he gives to them that gift. He says, pour out to others 
and fill them, brim them up with water, that there is transformation, that there is salvation and life in the spirit. This is the gift of the word, the water to us. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we understand the deeper meaning of what you were trying to tell us in these seven chapters of John. So that when you assign a job to us, when you want us to pray with and for someone, when you want us to minister that gift, and when you want to save them through your salvation, we come to you in obedience, we come to you in submission, and we partner with you to bring that life into your kingdom through the power of your water, your word. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray, Father, for all those that are battling sickness and disease this day. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division or separation, including minor misunderstandings that keep them divided even though they live under the same roof. We pray, Father, for all kinds of strongholds that are afflicting people, your people's lives especially the ones that seek to keep them ignorant, poor, prayerless, busy, and so powerless. Powerless with limitations and an inability to achieve the abundance that Jesus came to give. We come against all those chains in your mighty name, Jesus. We declare them broken by the precious blood that has won all victories, the blood of Jesus. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families and our friends. We pray especially for their salvation, Lord. Those that are not yet saved, quicken them, Father, that they might call on your name, the name of Jesus. The name above every other name at which every knee must bow. And they shall be saved, they cannot end up in shame. This is what your word says and we believe on it, Father. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. When we release our prayer and our faith, making it our prayer of agreement with each other and with your spirit, when we release our prayer in the spirit, we know that that prayer is made under an open heaven. That prayer must only come back manifest with an answer that we have prayed for. With this faith in our hearts, Lord, we make our prayer in the spirit this morning. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in as we make use that gift of tongues to make our prayer in the spirit. Those that are praying for that gift and the ability to pray in the spirit, I ask you to take that leap of faith. Release your tongue, unmute your mic. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let him use your body to pray. When we surrender and submit to him, he takes over. Let us move forward in faith. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Cada 
Scripture being given today is from Colossians 2.5. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
If you are benefiting from these reflections, please share them with the one that the Lord points you to. Also share them with your family and with your friends. Please also share Brother Savio's reflections that he posts on our Telegram group and on our Facebook page. They are powerful, spirit-filled reflections that are targeted at transforming lives, bring about the new thinking that is based on the word and comes from directly from the Father. Also a reminder that this Friday's Bible study session will be held in person at the St. Dimpanas Church in Aspley, Brisbane North on Friday, starting from 5.30pm with praise and worship. Those of you that will be in Brisbane on Friday are welcome to join us. Those that currently live in Brisbane, I encourage you to come and join us on the day. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Monday and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone.